0: back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets right here on Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Jay Khan, Taking a look at NHL bets and DraftKings plays for Thursday, February 10th, Not as busy of a Thursday card as we're used to, but still a nice seven games in the league to take a look at and try to find some value for Thursday night. Before we get started, remember to give the show a like and subscribe to Mayo Media Network as well. Let's get into it and let's kick things off with the head coaching debut, the NHL head coaching debut of Martin St. Louis. Yes, that's that's right. You heard correctly, Martin St. Louis, a head coach, an interim head coach in the National Hockey League now for the Montreal Canadiens. They're hosting the Washington Capitals as plus 170 home underdogs. The Caps come in as minus 210 favorites on the road. The over-under is up at six for this game. The Caps will be playing their second game Since the All-Star break, they had a tough 5-4 loss to Columbus in Washington on Tuesday. Tom Wilson actually tied that game late, and then Columbus scores right before regulation. So the Caps get absolutely nothing out of that one. Alex Ovechkin played that game after his covid Positive test the week before uh, the All Star break, which uh, raised uh, uh, some eyebrows in terms of timing. But he can't play in this game due to COVID restrictions crossing the border into Canada. So no Alex Ovechkin for the Capitals on Thursday night. The Caps actually have a better record on the road this year than they do at home as well 13, 5, and 4 away from home this season. Montreal is just having a historically bad season, like historically bad. Their bottom five in basically every category, advanced metrics, non-advanced metrics, whatever number you're looking at, Montreal is most likely in the bottom five of that number. They have a seven-game losing streak right now well, where they've given up 40 goals in those seven games and at least five goals given up in each of their last five games. 7-1 loss to New Jersey at home on Tuesday, and that was the end of Dominic Ducharme. I mean, it feels like there could have been many opportunities to fire him throughout the course of this season but you lose 7-1 to a New Jersey team that can't beat anybody right now that one felt like the type of game where you're going to wake up the next day and get news on a coaching change so Dominic Ducharme out in Montreal and Martin St. Louis behind the bench sometimes we see teams get a, a sugar rush from a coaching change and they play well for at least a couple games and I could certainly see that with Montreal they obviously weren't playing great under Dominic Ducharme so maybe Marty St. Louis can come in there and wake the boys up a little bit but I just think that this is too good of a spot for the Caps and I don't trust Montreal at at all I don't don't know if you're going to be able to flick a switch and all of a sudden this be a competitive team and I like the fact that you're getting Washington off a loss they lost to Columbus I think they're going to want to rebound here they see two points that they should go out and grab even without Alex Ovechkin I think there's enough players on Washington that should be able to help them get this win. So I like the Caps to go into Montreal and get a pretty easy win. I don't mind throwing them in parlays at minus 210, but I'd much prefer to play them on the puck line. So plus 120 for the Caps on the puck line, minus one and a half, that would be my play. The Habs Habs are consistently losing by three, four, even five goals, six goals like we saw against New Jersey. So I'm going to take the Caps in this one to get a big win in Montreal and bounce back. Next up, we've got a great game uh, between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Boston Bruins. Boston is minus 115 favorites on home ice. The Canes are minus 105, slight dogs on the road. The over-under is set at six for this game. The Canes will actually be playing their third road game in four nights, which is always a bit of a tricky spot. They lost 4-3 to the Leafs and 4-3 to the Sens on Monday and Tuesday, respectively. So 3-4, and but they get that day off between games 2-3, and which I think tends to help teams a little bit in that situation. Last time they played in Boston, they absolutely crushed them. It was a 7-1 win uh, back on January 18th, so not that long ago when the Canes went into Boston and won won that game. Tavo Terabinem continues to nurse a lower body injury, and he may or may not play this game. He's missed our last few games, so wait and see approach on Tebow Terabinem. The, the Bruins, on the other hand, they'll be playing their second game since the All-Star break. They lost 4-2 to the Pens in Boston on Tuesday, and Brad Marchand absolutely lost it on Tristan Jari. And I'm I'm guessing as of recording, there's been no suspension for Brad Marchand, but I'd assume that he will get suspended A certain number of games he was offered an in person hearing which means the league can actually give him a five game suspension or more. So I would assume Marshawn is out for this game. Patrice Bergeron is also out for this game due to an injury so two of the Bruins top line players are out out for this one. They got smoked by Carolina with those guys in the lineup. I think that this is a, a good, good time to grab the Canes and I would grab them as early as possible. Now, you might be listening to this and maybe the line has shifted towards the Carolina Hurricanes at this point. I do expect money to come in on the Canes once this information gets out there that Brad Marchand is suspended and Patrice Bergeron is not not going to play this game either. So grab the Canes, I think, as early as you can. Obviously, there's a limit to where you're going to play it and we'll see where the line goes on Thursday, but I'd grab the Canes any sort of plus money, anything around even money. I like the Canes in this spot to go into Boston and beat them once again, like they did a couple of weeks ago. Next up, we've got the Pittsburgh Penguins, minus 210 favorites on the road in Ottawa to take on the Senators, who are plus 170 dogs on home ice. Those pesky sends. The over under is set at six and a half for this game. The Pens came out of the break with an impressive 4-2 win in Boston, like I mentioned earlier on Tuesday. They're actually creeping up on Carolina for that top spot in the Metro. I thought Carolina was really going to run away with that, but the Pens are putting some pressure on them there. 15-5-3 on the road this season, so they've been really good away from Pittsburgh. Ottawa, I've said it many times on this show over the last few weeks, so almost a month now, this is the team I'm targeting as a great value play in the betting market. I still think that they're getting disrespected a little bit, and we've seen them create some upsets against some pretty good teams, most recently against Carolina on Tuesday as a pretty big dog. They're 5-2-2 two, and two over their last nine games. And they have won both their games since the break, the Devils and the aforementioned Carolina Hurricanes. This will be their third game in four nights, but they've all been at home. So no travel for Ottawa. I don't think that's going to be too much of an issue for them playing that amount of games. And again, I, I'm just going to blindly take the sends at a dog price here. This is something I'm going to do quite a bit in the second half of a season. Obviously, it's not going to work every time. They're not going to win all of these games, but I think they're going to win more than they lose. And I think when you're getting prices like plus 170, plus 190, plus 200, even better, uh, like they were against the Canes a couple nights ago, you don't need all of them to hit. You just need some of them to hit. And I, I do like the value with the Ottawa Senators to continue to play well on Thursday night. Next up, this one isn't quite as exciting or we'll move the needle, but we do want to talk about it a little bit. The Buffalo Sabres favorites. Yeah, you don't get to say that very often. The Sabres minus 115 favorites on home ice. Columbus is coming into town minus 105 slight dogs on the road. The over-under is six for this game. Uh, the Jackets scored an impressive upset win over the Caps on Tuesday to start a five-game road trip out of the break. So they're going to be playing on the road a lot these next couple of weeks. They've won three out of their last four. They've actually scored 40 goals over those four games. So they're averaging five goals over their last four games. Columbus has found something with their offense. Patrick Liney has been a big part of that. He's really heating up for Columbus. So that's good to see Boone Jenner has been pretty solid there as well. Uh, This will be the Sabres' first game since the break. Actually, nine days between games for Buffalo. They showed flashes of decent play before the break, but ultimately, Buffalo is just such a tough team to trust with your money, and especially a tough team when you have to lay a price like minus 115. I know it's not a crazy price, but... Any sort of favorite price with Buffalo, I I just struggle with, even though it is a winnable game for them against the Jackets. This isn't a game I'm rushing to play really either side, but if I have to play it, it, I think it would have to be the Jackets. They've played a game since the break. I think that'll benefit them a little bit. Maybe they catch the Sabres a little sleepy with basically a week and a half since they last played. So a slight dog price on Columbus. That would be the way I would lean in this matchup on Thursday. Next up, we've got the St. Louis Blues minus 275 favorites on home ice. The New Jersey Devils plus 220 dogs on the road. The over under is up at six for this game. The Devils broke an ugly, ugly seven game losing streak with a 7 1 win in Montreal on Tuesday. They've just been really bad lately and they can't get a save from anybody. No matter what goaltender they put in there, they seem to really struggle. This will be their third road game in four nights. So they played Ottawa. Montreal, Monday and Tuesday, day off, and then they go to St. Louis. Not exactly a great spot here for the Devils. Jack Hughes is still on the COVID list, which he picked up over the All-Star break. So that's tough for New Jersey without their their top-line center, a guy that soaks up a lot of minutes, and had actually been playing quite good before the All-Star break. Uh, The St. Louis Blues will be playing their first game, since the break and their first game since January 29th. So 11 days between games. They've been especially good at home this season with a 17-5-2 and record. So it's hard to go against St. Louis in this spot. I think they probably win the game, but with 11 days off between games, I just don't know what they're going to look like. And I'm almost having to pay close to minus 300 even on the puck line, there's really not a ton of value here. So this one's going to be a pass for me. I do think St. Louis gets it done. If you want to take a stab at New Jersey, just because they've actually played a couple of games out of the break, I don't mind that play, but it won't be making my card on Thursday night. Next up, these next two games are just awesome. Great matchups if you're able to stay up on the East Coast. Um, on Thursday night to watch these games. I I think they're must-watch. The Colorado Avalanche, minus 120 favorites on home ice. The Tampa Bay Lightning coming into town at even money. The over-under is set at six for this game. Maybe a Stanley Cup final preview. Tampa's won the last couple. A lot of people projecting that Colorado's going to get there at some point. This will be Tampa's first game since the all-star break. And they've actually been off for nine days total. Like a lot of these teams we've talked about, they've only lost in regulation once in their last nine games. So they've been playing really good. Nikita Kucherov is now out of COVID protocols and he should be able to play this game. He's been practicing this week. So I would fully expect Kucherov back in the lineup for Tampa Bay, which is a huge boost. The Avs also playing their first game since the break and also their first game in nine days. So similar spots for both of these teams not having played in a while. They haven't lost in regulation since December 16th in Nashville. That's how good, that's how consistent Colorado has been. They had their home win streak snapped by the unlikely Arizona Coyotes uh, right before the break with a 3-2 shootout loss. Maybe they were looking ahead a little bit to the all-star break in that game. No Nathan McKinnon for this game as well with his uh, facial issues, facial fractures, whatever you want to call it. He is out. There was hope that he would maybe play for this game. It does sound like he is nearing a return soon, though, but I don't think the Avs with the position that they're in are really going to rush Nathan McKinnon back. This is a tricky game. I think you can make a strong case for both sides. These are great teams. I got to give the lean towards the abs minus minus one twenty. I don't love paying it against Tampa Bay, but they've just been so good at home. So good at home. It's, it's hard to, to really fade Colorado in that spot. And it's not like you're getting crazy good value on Tampa Bay at even money. So for a side, I would lean towards the abs and I'd give a lean towards the under six as well. I, anytime Vasilevsky plays and I see an under six, I take it and it's been very profitable this season for me. So assuming Vasilevsky plays for Tampa Bay, I don't mind the under six to keep this maybe a 3-2 type game. Maybe it does get to 4-2 and you end up with the push. Or if you want to pay for the hook at six and a half and and take that under, if you can find a good price on it, I don't hate that either. So under would probably be the better play for me and a lean towards the Colorado Avalanche. Last game on the card, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Minus 120 favorites on the road in Calgary to take on the Flames, who are even money at home. The over-under is set at six for this game. Toronto heads out West after winning their first game out of the break, 4-3 in overtime versus the Canes on Monday. Austin Matthews took a knee to the head late in that game, but looks like he's good to go for this game. All, all accounts point to number 34 playing in this game for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mitch Marner remains one of the hottest players in the game. It's just crazy what he's doing lately. The Flames will be playing their second half of a home back-to-back, which is a spot I actually don't mind for teams. We usually like to avoid back-to-backs, but I've said before, when you don't have to travel and you get to stay at home, sometimes you actually play better on the second half of that back-to-back because you're in a little bit of a rhythm. So don't mind the spot for Calgary at all. They do get Vegas in town on Wednesday night, which is a big battle at the top of the Pacific division. So you could argue maybe a bit of a letdown spot for the Flames here, but it's Toronto. You're going to want to beat Toronto. You know, it's not like you've got Ottawa coming into town or Buffalo or one of these bottom feeding teams. Like you've got the Leafs coming into town, even though you're playing a division opponent the night before, I think they'll be ready for this one. So I'm not worried about a letdown from the flames. Not a game I'm rushing to play at the current price, but if I had to play a side, it would, I'd have to take the plus money with the Flames at home. I just don't want to go against Toronto right now. They've they've been really, really good. Uh, and with Austin Matthews, okay to play this game. Mitch Marner doing what he's doing. Not a team I really want to go against. So lean towards the Flames. We'll see where the number goes. If, if the Leafs take some steam on Thursday, maybe I'll, I'll grab the Flames at a little bit of a better dog price As for DraftKings on Thursday night, you know, nice, tight seven-game slate. These are usually some of my favorite slates. Um, You know, looking at it overall, no McKinnon, no Ovechkin. So Austin Matthews is by far the most expensive skater on the slate at $9,700. It's a $1,400 gap between him and Pasternak and Kadri, who are down at $8,300. So huge gap there. If you want to pay up for Matthews, obviously that limits what you can sort of do in the middle i I would probably look towards fading him at that big price and and try to grab some other guys if you're looking for some cheaper options. I actually think the Columbus Buffalo game could be a game to target. You know if you've got Patrick Lina, who's just sizzling hot right now at only forty five hundred dollars and he's facing the saber, so that seems like a pretty good price. Boone Jenner as well on Columbus has been playing pretty well lately. Alex Tuck, Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, I think are all guys. You can give a look two on the Buffalo Sabres side of things. As for Pittsburgh and Ottawa, we know who the guys are on Pittsburgh, but if you're looking for maybe some value on the Sens, I still like Timmy Stutzla, $4,500. He's been playing really solid for the Sens. No Batherson, no Norris. So there's more minutes, more power play time for Stutzla to drive the offense. And with no Alex Ovechkin in Washington, I think the Caps are an interesting team to target for DraftKings. Evgeny Kuznetsov should drive a lot of the play without Ovi there, $6,500 for Kuzi. You've got Nick Backstrom, just John Carlson, Tom Wilson, I think all could be viable on Thursday. The Habs give up a ton of goals. So there should be some offense to go around for all the Capitals on Thursday. New Jersey and St. Louis, I think you could look to some blues here. Ryan O'Reilly, Jordan Cairo, David Perron, a bunch of others all below 6K here. When it comes to St. Louis, though, check line combos. They really like to mix things up, mix and match these guys, you know, throw Barbashev up on the top line. Sometimes he's down on the third line. So make sure to check line combos for St. Louis before you lock any of these guys in. And we got to talk about Mitch Marner before I'm out of here. I mean, do you fade him? He's $6,900. It's a it's a really good price for Mitch Marner, but you'd have to fade him at, at your own risk. Like, look at the numbers that this guy is putting up over the last five five or six games. When it comes to DFS, he's just been insane. So, I completely understand if you want to ride the heater out there, but if you want to fade Marner, I can I can understand that too. Just because Calgary is a is a good team and they can certainly lock it down and maybe frustrate Mitch Marner a little bit. But Mitch Marner $6,900 for what he's doing right now, I think that looks pretty nice on Thursday night. That'll be it for me today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. You can check me out on Twitter at Jayhan4. And as always, good luck with your bets and your lineups. And I'll catch you all next week.